going on it feels uh just like yesterday and at the same time it feels like 10 years ago since i turned the microphone on and actually gave it a swing and uh you know it's been a it's been a long process for those of you who've been to the creating space podcast before i know you're well aware with my you know the process right um and for those of you who are just joining welcome man welcome to this space uh, of creation. It's, it's, it's my little avenue to be able to create and, and provide and share, uh, and really discover, man. I, I really think as creatives, a lot of you will know this most everyone that tunes into this show has some sort of creative passion. Uh, but you guys know that, man, you learn so much and you discover so much about yourself when you put yourself out there, um, for the world to see and you express yourself, Uh, And and the further you express yourself, the more feedback you get from the world and uh, the more you you get to learn about yourself along the way. I mean, stepping through fear, recognizing patterns. I mean, you know, all of these things. Um, I don't need to preach to you uh, as to the reasons that you should be putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. Often, um, it's well documented that the most successful people uh, in the world uh, have a habit of doing that. And so anyways... Um, let's get into a little backstory. Let's talk about as to why I'm starting this thing up again, why I'm revving the engine. You know, it's really funny. My dad is, uh, he's, he's rebuilding his 1970 Chevrolet CST, uh, truck that he learned to drive in. It was actually his dad's truck. It's a beautiful truck, it, 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 or at least it was back when I can remember like early nineties when we used to take drives in it, but, um, it's all rusted and worn away and, and he's got this this pulsing desire to rebuild it. And for those of you who are OGs in the Creating Space podcast, you probably remember when I documented the story of my dad buying the camper, like he manifested this incredible Winnebago. Um, And you can refer back to it uh, in the earlier episodes of the show. But anyways, he ended up using that Winnebago for a couple of years and, and sold it. He, he lost his luster to travel as much as, uh, as, as the Winnebago forced him to do. And he's decided to parlay that money now into the 1970 Chevrolet. He wants to relive a bit of his past as he's retired now. And, um, and, and he's got this luster to, to bring back something that he forgot. He had forgotten that he loved. And that was that, uh, ability to drive in that truck and, uh, um, be proud of it on a Sunday. And obviously the nostalgia that comes along with it. And, um, I've, I've watched him go through this process. He's even cutting grass right now as a retired man to earn some funds to make him feel good enough of, uh, and my mom feel good enough about him putting X amount of dollars into this truck, man. I'm excited to see where it goes, but it, it, it's very similar to the way I feel about this podcast. You know, when I, when I left this thing, when I walked away from this podcast, um, I, I was a broken man. You know, I had pushed as hard as I could to develop this platform into a place where I had a community of people that uh, were like me and uh, were resourceful like me and, and uh, could, um, 
could really embrace concepts that I embraced. And, and I, and it was so amazing connecting with all of you guys for so long. Um, and, and, uh, there were so many beautiful moments that came from that, both, uh, in my current environment, my location in Charlotte, I built just about everyone that I know here in the city on the back of my ability to create the podcast. Uh, to those of you who are thinking about even uh, dreaming about starting a podcast, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll create future episodes to talk about the benefits of expressing yourself specifically through a podcast. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. But for those of you who I've never met and may never meet, I feel deeply connected to you guys. And upon walking away from that, I felt like I was giving up on you guys. Um, but as all uh, good stories seem to follow the same plot line, uh, the hero, so to speak, as Joseph Campbell would say, had to, had to step into the cave and, and, and fight the, the demon or the dragon. And at that time, you know, the podcast, the goal of the podcast was really just to create. It was a passion that I had to speak uh, and to motivate, to inspire. I remember when I was coaching, I didn't really enjoy the tactics uh, or really the technical side of, of teaching these kids, but I really loved getting these guys ready to play, teaching them the habits of training like a professional, the integrity of, 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 of the game, the integrity of being a good person, that sort of the core concepts of life uh, and performance and success were the things that I really enjoyed teaching. And I thought, okay, if I see these kids' hearts light on fire when I tap into this side of myself, how do I create a place or create a space where I can do that on a larger scale and I can live uh, my life doing that every day? Because this is most definitely my most powerful gift. You know, when I was in the MLS, my gift was my speed. I wasn't a technical player and, and players used to joke and I used to joke myself. I, I was the fastest guy that could get to the ball, but who knows what was going to happen when I got to the ball. You know, I, I, I surely imposed my will to get to the MLS through pure power and athleticism and resilience. And I think that essence probably comes through in the podcast. And the one thing I've always been ridiculously aware of are my strengths because I feel like I am an inch wide and a mile deep. So there's only a few things that I really enjoy, feel passionate about and think that I'm gifted in. And in those things is where I want to live in my life. And I, I want to ask you that question. Like how often are you really sort of taking an audit of yourself and thinking, man, you know, these are the things that I really know I like and I, and I get fulfilled when I do them and I become a better version, a more fulfilled or a, a, a fuller expression of myself when I step into this or when I tap into this or when I take a risk and do this. Um, and, and, you know, that's what the podcast allowed me to do in phase one. It allowed me to live an exciting, an exciting life, not just because I was interviewing really cool people like Dean Graziosi or, or, or Charlie Rocket or, or Laird Hamilton. It was really exciting because I was tapping into that creative energy every single day. I was living in my passion. And because my vibration was higher, I was attracting people at a, at a, at a, at a more uh, dense vibration. So it was really like magnetizing people to me at a, at a very rapid rate. Um, and those things were all incredible. And I look back on that initial phase, the phase one of the creating space podcast. And I have such a, 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 the heart eye emoji face when I think about it, because it was such a pure place that I was in. 
Um, but there was one problem. I had no idea how to monetize. I had no idea how internet marketing really worked to where you could build an online-based business off of your strengths, your passions, and your gifts. I knew that it could be done. I was watching guys in the podcast game uh, and in other social media realms really executing it at a high level or seemingly, and I wanted to get some skin in the game. I really saw something that I thought was a beautiful business model. Here's a business model where I can find my gifts, my strengths, my passions, and I can develop a system around them that will allow me to A, create uh, within those structures, and B, connect and build a community of other people that enjoy the exact same things. What a beautiful life to live. And, and, And the first and most important piece of that was having the courage to create, which I had no problem with that in the beginning. Absolutely no issue with creating at scale and and giving my gift to the world and doing it as much and as often as possible. And some might say, yeah, Wes, you went a little overboard or what have you. But I was living it. Every day I was living it and I was giving myself to my gift to share it with you guys um, until the waters got murky, until it was time to sell and until it was time that my savings account went down to the red and I was Uh, waking up every day with uh, the same sort of patterns of anxiety that I was feeling when I was deeply, deeply uh, sort of um, in a, in a dark place with mental illness that you guys know about. And if, if you're not sure about my, my past with mental illness and, 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 and suicide and suicidal thought, chronic suicidal thoughts, you can check out episode five of the creating space podcast, you know, and document that story well. But anyways, I was, I was back in that place waking up with just panic, feeling like there was a dinosaur chasing me at all times. And it's just not a way to live. And uh, I had to go on a journey. So along the way, there were so many pieces uh, of, of, of my life and of my essence at that time that, that had gotten taken away. And uh, as, I, as I look back, Uh, And I remember putting down the podcast and losing passion and becoming really jaded, becoming angry that I couldn't figure it out and becoming um, resentful for all the individuals who were living the life that I thought was so cool and and, uh, so inspiring, resentful that they were doing it and I didn't know how to figure it out. And you know what it really did now that I think on it, I've just come to this epiphany in the moment, it was really strengthening the inner voice that I had, that I wasn't smart enough, that I, that, I, that I wasn't capable of doing it, that I had failed. And that, uh, in the realm of academia or in the realm of, of really quintessential knowledge, that's always been a weakness of mine. And I've always had the inner voice of, man, you just, you're not strong enough. You know, you're not uh, strong enough mentally. You're not, you're not educated enough and you don't learn like any of these other guys. So no wonder they're able to, to, to execute and, and to have success because you don't read well. Um, and, and it's hard for you to stay in one spot. It's really tough for you to focus suffering from ADHD. All the excuses began to take over. So the, the, that phase of my life took some things away. And I, I took some notes here as I was building out the framework of, of this podcast. And, uh, I was, I was kind of thinking about what I lost. And the first thing that I thought about, 
during that time that I lost was all my money. I mean, I went 15 grand up from savings of my MLS playing career to uh, negative six. I was six grand, six grand in debt, in credit card debt with like 21, 22% interest. You guys had no idea at that time what interest was. I mean, I'm talking a 28 year old guy who, you know, had no concept of what interest was in credit cards, you know, just lack of knowledge, being an athlete, being unaware, being way too confident in, in myself and, um, way less, uh, uh, cautious, I guess on, on some of the realities in life. Um, I lost my desire to podcast. I lost my voice. I lost my confidence. I met, uh, the big demon of shame, which Dr. Brene Brown has an incredible life, uh, that she's built around the studies of shame. If you haven't checked out her Netflix special, um, it's really incredible, but to see a subject matter expert now have a Netflix documentary is really, really impressive. You see individuals like Tony Robbins and Brene Brown now stepping into that space and, and using these huge platforms, these multimedia platforms to, to uh, speak to people and touch people's hearts and help them heal. It's super, 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 uh, it, it's really a beautifully uh, done special uh, on shame. Dr. Brene Brown is her name. If you've not heard of her yet, uh, what else did I lose? I lost, I lost my passion, man. I lost that inner dog, that energy inside of me that has always catalyzed me for it. I lost that. I was, I have been for the last year and a half. I have been a, uh, I've been a fraction of my fullest expression, the, 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 the person that I, uh, that I love most. And the, and the person that I think my friends love most. Um, I lost excitement and you guys know how I feel that you have to follow your excitement in life. Living in that excitable energy is where you discover your strengths, your gifts, and that's where you discover people that will help you along the way. And that's where you discover your rightful lane in the world. And that's where you discover your life. Um, I lost that. I didn't have it. Uh, and I was void of, of a lot of things through that time. Next thing, let's let's talk about uh, all of those things are what I lost. Let's talk a little bit about what I gained. And, and mind you, for those of you that are kind of listening to this story, wherever you are, like always use these stories that I'm giving you as context to think about maybe the seasons that you're going in your life. You know, I, I think we have so many similarities in life that are, are unspoken. And uh, coming back into phase two of this podcast with such humility now. And I'll talk about how that's the number one thing that I gained. Um, you know, I think coming back to it with a fresh pair of eyes, coming back to it without ego, coming back to it without the desire to become, you know, really well known, um, coming back to it with a sense of purity. The, the, uh, the most important essence that I want to come with when I approached each and every one of my podcast episodes is that Put yourself into this experience that I'm that I'm speaking to, and reflect and, and see if it can help you come to any epiphanies or any ahas as I as I kind of break down my experiences and and, and what I'm going through. And, and I bet you money we've got uh, six, seven, eight out of ten commonalities. Um, for every 10 commonalities there are, man, I think we all are going through so many things that are so similar in our lives, except we have an issue with giving it, getting over the hump of actually expressing ourselves. So moving on for that, well, let's talk about what I gained. 
all right? Because what I gained, it's the, it's the art of creating space. Creating a space for your life, the true life that you want to live, actually comes at the price of other things that you thought you needed, right? So as I move from there, the number one thing that I, that I gained was a humility and a respect for all creatives. So anyone I now watch online or in real life who's expressing themselves and creating for the world to to see i have so much respect for them whether it's a homeless individual who's a street performer all the way up to you know the Brene browns of the world or who are the ed milets of the world or the, the the individuals within the you know look at donald glover who's uh, transitioning between his acting career, um, speaking of a Netflix special, like acting career, as well as his hip hop career. Donald Glover is um, really super inspiring the way he expresses himself. I mean, no matter what scale you have of self-expression, I think that is something so powerful and so important. You know, I look around the city of Charlotte and there's so much that I love here in Charlotte, but what we do lack that uh, I think everyone can come to terms with is that what we lack is a sense of self-expression, like people really identifying with who they actually are and expressing that through the shoes that they wear, the clothes that they wear, the cars that they drive. There's there's a little more conformity um, in the city than I think is uh, is necessary at the moment, especially uh, in 2019, where um, you can create your own trending, you can wear the clothes that that you truly want to wear, and and it's it's really socially acceptable. Anyways, so humility and respect for creatives. Number two, uh, I gained experience. I stepped out and I started working with really high-level internet marketers. I started to learn the grassroots concepts of what it's like to, to build an online product and to sell online. Now, let me help you understand. The word sell, especially in the online space, seems to be demonized. But when you, and what I've learned and what I truly believe now, when you're able to get to the, to the true essence of who you are, and you can add extreme disproportionate 10x 10x, uh, level of value to your customer or to um, the people that you are serving. If you can serve with a pro-level mindset that I'm going to be, I'm going to serve them at the highest level possible, and you can create products and services that actually add 10x value that are pro-level products, Uh, products and services to those individuals, it no longer becomes selling. Yes, it becomes selling because they consume, but at the same time, it becomes a service to to spend your time helping people move to the next level of their lives. And for you or us as the creative, we always have to be tuned in to what our community is needing, polling them, asking them, checking in with them. All right, where are you guys in, um, in, in, this, in, in this journey in life? What do you need? What's important to you? And if we're all consistently communicating together, then we create products that we know you guys need. And at that point, when you're creating the product with the, the most pure essence in mind and you really want to serve at a pro level, uh, that's when you're, gift, you're really gifting things. It's no longer selling. You're like gifting a product that will uh, really change and shift and reorder someone's life into the next level, whether that be in health, wealth, or happiness. Because as I'm learning through one of my mentors, Russell Brunson, 
who's a fantastic and probably the best internet marketer in the world. Um, really, we consume for three reasons, because it's going to change our health. It's the things that we buy are going to change our wealth or, or sort of our status in the world or the things that we buy are going to make us happier. So as long as we are looking to create products or services inside um, that market, and then we can identify sort of our sub-market, you know, where do we fit within the sub-markets of health, wealth, or happiness, health, wealth, status, or happiness. And then underneath that, can we really define our niche? What's our niche um, market and how do we really dig deep and provide them with as much value as possible. So I lost, I, I lost a lot, but gained a lot of experience in internet marketing, gained a new level of self-love. Like I had to walk through this shitty feeling day after day, this skeleton of myself. And I really had to go through the process of gaining self-love again man, life is so transient. It takes us like a roller coaster on ups and downs. And, and it's so easy. I recognized along the way to like tune out and to shut off and to stop trying and to not look at the mess and to get caught in, you know, patterns that aren't necessarily serving you to help you get out of those things. Right. You know, maybe watching TV or going out on the weekends or, or hanging around people that aren't serving, you know, your, your greatest goal, right? And we, we all get caught in those loops, especially when we're dealing with shame, okay? Um, I, I gain security. The confidence that's come from the self-love that I've now built, man, it's a new level of security. You can probably hear it in my voice. It's less, um, there's, there's less uh, desire when it comes to like, or lack. Um, and, and that may come through if you check back into any of the Creating Space podcasts before, that may come through. And last thing, but most importantly, what I really was able to gain was my girlfriend, Claire. The most important person that has ever walked into my life. She, uh, she didn't walk into it. She, she jumped in with two feet. Um, and for those of you who follow me on, on Instagram, uh, you, you've seen Claire. She absolutely hates when I post about her. She cannot stand it. Um, but at the same time, I'm so, I'm so damn proud of her. And uh, I'm so proud being with her. And uh, I, I'm a very lucky man to have met someone who can love someone as fiery and as opinionated and as high energy and as, you know, uh, passionate as, as this guy. But she does. And, and not only that, as an orthodontist, you know, uh, giving incredible care is, is, is paramount to her. And, and I watch her walk through the world and really love on people at a super high level and uh, accept people for who they are every single day. And uh, she, she's just a fantastic woman who, who I've seen go from really trying to find her place in the world when we first met to now stepping into her power. She's finished a yoga teacher training course, which is really cool. Like how many orthodontists do you know that are actually certified yoga instructors, right? Like that's cool, really impressive. Um, I've watched her walk through that inner journey of figuring out 
what life really means to her and what, what matters to her. And, and, uh, I've watched her, you know, just, she would probably kick me if she's listening to this and, 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 um, knew that I was going any further, but the evolution of, of seeing Claire kind of come of age while I've come of age and how she didn't walk into my life until the podcast was exiting is the true essence of creating space. Like it's so beautiful how that's come together. So Letting go of the podcast as hard as it was at the time. And think about this, guys. Put, your sh- guys put, put yourself back in your shoes. The podcast was hurting me. It was hard to turn the mic on. My gift wasn't coming out. You guys have no, have no idea how many times I've stepped up to this microphone in a year and a half and turned it on and tried to speak and nothing came out. And it's coming out so easily today because I gave it the space and other things came in that felt better, that healed me, that were in harmony with where I wanted to go, even if I didn't realize I wanted to go that way. Um, so it's a beautiful process. It's a really tough process because most of us are um, have addictive tennis tendencies to like to keep things that, that once made us feel good and gave us a sense of identity. We like to keep those things close, but everything ebbs and flows. Everything has its season and its place in your life. And learning to let go when something no longer serves you allows for the next level, the next quality of, of, of thing to, to be attracted in, especially if you're working with your manifestation practices. So with that being said, I want to hook to the last, last part of this is, is really just an inquiry. The question is how do these concepts apply to where you are right now in your life? What are you holding on to? What are you locked into? And uh, what's no longer serving you? And what is a strategy to be able to build the confidence to do what you need to do to shift it? Whether that's let go of it or communicate through it or help reorganize it, whatever that may look like. That's question number one. Question number two I have for you is if you're listening to this podcast and you've made it to this depth, that means that you resonate with where I'm coming from. And I really want to do a better job this time around at connecting with the people that are connecting with me. So it really mean a lot to me, especially with, you know, episode number one of phase two of the creating space podcast that you, uh, that you take a screenshot of this and you shoot me a, a, a DM on Instagram. My, my IG is at Wesley T Knight, K N I G H T. Just connect with me. Just let me know, um, that either a one you, you connected with it or, or, or two that, um, that you're excited to, that, that I'm back. Um, and and, and uh, that would mean the world to me because being able to connect to you guys um, and create something alongside you guys and for you guys is what I'm really passionate about. My new goal for this podcast is to become a place where I can help guide, inspire, and connect with those who are really passionate to turn their passions into their purpose and build a business uh, around it online, all right? And, and I wrote out my sort of my dream and ideal customer, individuals that I want to connect with. Um, and, and listen, this, this is a dream customer. This is the most ideal, and this has no specific look, all right? No specific avatar. You could have and embody these uh, qualities, and you may look or feel or 
um, be interpreted as something different. But if you feel like you are this individual, these are the types of people I want to speak to with this podcast. The new podcast, Phase 2, is for the 25 to 35-year-old millennial, the individual trying to find their place in the world, the individual that's not really sure as to how they're going to build their business around their passions, but they're damn passionate about creating it and really focused on learning how to do it and do it well from a place of purity and from a place of service and from a place of, of, of passion and excitement. Those people are athletic, they're health and wellness focused, they're success-minded, action-oriented, purpose and impact-driven, passion-filled, strong-willed and resilient, socially savvy, uh, great with social media, loves to connect with people, knows the power of social and how beautiful it is in the world when used in the right way, growth-minded, positive mindsets, um, they're entrepreneurs, they're open to quantum physics and the idea of manifestation and law of attraction. They're vulnerable individuals that are not afraid to communicate their feelings. And if they are, are not quite there yet, they're, they're really um, focused on learning how to become more vulnerable and improving their vulnerability. And last but not least, they're community driven. They want to impact their community, whether it be a, a, a large subset of communities online or it be their immediate community uh, uh, right there in their location. So this is sort of the dream customer, the dream individual that I'm able to speak with. If I imagine myself working in a workshop with a group of individuals, every person in that seat has has and embodies some forms of that list before. So, um, and, and think about that. If you embody those those components in your life, you're probably performing and uh, at a high level and connecting and communicating with people at a high level and having success at a high level, living uh, in your in your in your passions um, and in your purpose. And, and that is so important because it's all about connecting with people inspiring people and helping them to create their own little sliver, creating their own little space in their lives, their niche, where they can uh, help other people have success, live a more uh, fulfilled life, and become a better version of themselves. So along the way in this podcast, I'm good, I, the goal of this podcast in phase two is to document the journey, the journey that I'm on. Now, you guys have been watching. I, I have now built into a management company. Uh, Charlie Rocket is uh, my first and the most in, important sort of product in front of me right now. Um, I've taken all that I've learned in internet marketing, um, all that I've learned about this space, and uh, I've really directed it behind one product. That product is Charlie. And uh, I, I'm the goal of this podcast moving forward is just to really vlog what's going on, what we're working on, what our focus on focuses on, what our intent is, how we're executing the tactics behind it. So you can look at a really high level uh, online personality and you can see what our, what our focus is and you can see how we're building, how we're growing, what we're looking to do, how we're building out our schedules, so on and so forth. And I want to talk um, to you about the, the tactical side of it. You'll be able to see the execution on Charlie's page. You'll be able to see the execution on, on my page as well. But the biggest and most important thing that I'm passionate about right now is how do you build a business around it? Like what, what does that look like? How do you monetize online personalities? 
And I want to unlock that code for you guys. And I want to use this place as a place where you can follow along the journey. So that's the goal. Um, connect with me. I live on Instagram. That's where I spend a lot of my time because the community that I've, that I've built and most of you guys live there. And, uh, and, and I think right now it's, is the best place for us to, to be able to communicate and, uh, for me to listen. Cause that's the most important, important piece in this phase two of the podcast, creating things for people that I know that they already need because I've already listened to them and providing as much pro level value as possible. As we build businesses, we build lives and we build impact that changes the world literally changes the world around you. All right. So I'm so happy to be back. It's going to be a slow build. I'm going to take my time with this. I'm going to really focus it intentionally. And I hope you're doing the same with your lives. And I hope um, we can help you get unstuck from whatever you're, you're, you're stuck in and, uh, and move into a phase of creation because I'm walking into that and I want to pull you guys there with me. Uh, and if you guys are already there, uh, I'd love to get eyes on what it is you're doing. So hit me with a DM at Wesley T Knight on Instagram. Let's connect. Love and miss every one of you guys. So happy to be back. Phase two, creating space podcast where we can create a space for us all to live one hell of a passion and purpose filled life. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Oh, 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 oh,